Hello and welcome to the first episode of the Young and Daring Podcast. Joining me today is Michael Adetunji, also known as Michael Jerry. He's a digital marketing expert, digital content creator, and blockchain evangelist. I'm really excited to be recording this episode with him, and I hope you find the content in this episode valuable. Hello, Michael. How are you doing? Hi, Caleb. Good day. Okay. Uh... I've been following you for some time now and I must say I've been impressed by the work you've been doing and the community you've been building. How has it been? Uh, well, it's, it's been amazing. Yeah, it's really, really been amazing. Thanks, Caleb. How are you doing? I'm doing fine. I'm doing fine. So, Okay, let me start with this. Uh, how did you get into the tech and blockchain space? Curiosity, right? Yeah, yeah, curiosity. You know, growing up, I've always had this curiosity for things that are like digital, things that are like a bit tech, a bit of tech and everything. Nice, nice, nice. So, what has been your drive so far? What has kept you going? advocate for blockchain adoption especially in Africa so what did you discover or what have you discovered that has foiled your drive for blockchain adoption salary, you know, how hard it is for people to like cope with the economy, 
job opportunities and the likes of things. And when you really, really look into the blockchain tech, they say it's the fourth industrial revolution, which is for Africa. And I really, really do believe like it's for Africans. So, you know, when you see opportunity in something like A, guys in Africa can come and can build, can leverage on these things, can leverage on this opportunity and skill from there. So that kind of like inspire me, it's push me like, okay, let's just game one more people in. There is, there is a whole lot of things to do here. And, you know, there is one beautiful thing about the blockchain spaces. If you, if you call me, you're adding value to the ecosystem the same way. So I do not lose. Whoever is coming, coming in does not lose as well. So it's just all about spreading the opportunities, helping people to discover, like, hey, this is a new boy world. You know, people ask you, where's the money? <laughs> this is where the money is. Just come in and make it. Yeah, so that has been the thing about blockchain and uh, cryptocurrencies in general. Nice, nice. So, uh, was that the reason why Blockchain OEU, one of the communities I know you've been building, was that the reason why Blockchain OEU was built? Yeah, yeah. I think uh, right from start, I have always been a community person. I think recently someone was asking me about my passion for building communities, you know, Blockchain Club, and I was answering the person. Even while I was young, I could remember around age 9 or 10, we had this little football club that I started with people in my street to have to go and look for you know someone that can sponsor us to play football. So yeah, I have always been a community person. I believe you can do it alone. If you have a community that everybody keeps coming to, you know, share value, help yeah. one another, it really really makes a lot of sense to make the whole thing easier. So that was what brought about blockchain club and I have been working on it with uh, other co-founders like Blessing Emma, like Zilton. So that's that's that has been the idea, that has been the drive behind the you know, those communities that you see around. Yeah, I think I think that's great. With communities, uh we can grow together, we can help young people also to start Definitely. up and hold. Yeah, that's Definitely. Great. So uh what's your philosophy about money or finance? Uh well I I have this the first philosophy about money and finance that I hold on to because one thing is, you know, as we grow, we realize that there are some philosophies or ideas that we hold on to that are not totally genuine, that are not totally the way we perceive those things to be. And as we grow, you realize it. And you have to be flexible enough to always learn through and make adjustments. But there is this thing I always hold on to, and it's the fact that finance is a personal thing. You know the points where you're coming from. You know the points where you are right now, yeah. and you know where you're going through. You know this is a life whereby a whole lot of things happens on social media. You see someone posting in the morning, I just go my new house. Back to the same post in the evening, you're probably seeing someone tagging the person like, hey, "Why are you claiming my property?" You know. So I, I really believe you treat finance as a personal thing. Yeah. You know, it's your own personal journey. These whole things, you know, want to impress people. You really, really not see so many things. You really not be looking into that direction. So I feel you are the best person that knows the points that you have. You know how best to spend that you 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 know you be able to like scale. You know how to you know how best to scale yourself. That's why I just believe like finance. Simple thing about finance is it's a personal thing, and at every point in time you always have to treat it like hey, it's my decision. I have to make decisions. Yeah, so that's, that's, that's it for me. Yeah, personal journey. You have to own up to your decisions. Yes. Yeah. Okay, okay. Um, there's this talk about 
I, I don't know if you've heard about it before, but you hear people say um, you can't you can't build wealth being a salary and uh, uh, quit job, go into entrepreneurship, this that. <laughs> so, do you think entrepreneurship is for everyone? <laughs> <laughs> so, how best do you think we can grow money? market there is the volatility forex market 
So one thing is you have to evaluate the risk, the potential risk and reward that are associated with every market. If you cannot handle the volatility of crypto markets, just the way you are in the stocks market or real estate. Because in the crypto market, you can see something like minus 73 cents in a day. People are crying. There are guys like even at minus 90, they are doing fine. Yeah. Because they are living on the risk they can manage. But one thing I always advise people is regardless of the market that you decide to go into, whether real estate, every market is okay. You get your returns. But do the risk, do the risk management. Know what you're going to. Understand the market you're going into. I really don't believe in all this, you know, bring your money list. I'll uh, give you 20% at the end of the month. Even if you're going to do it, understand how the market works so that you're able to see the potential risk ahead. And that's just why there is no best market on the That crypto stocks are good. Great, good. Know, know what you're putting your money into. I think, I, I think that's it's right. important. So, uh, as young persons, how important is learning in the, li- in the life of a young person? Let's dive into let's dive into take a bit. Let's dive into take a bit. Now, uh, let's say now uh, everybody is saying okay, learn digital marketing, learn blockchain <laughs> development, learn web development, learn UI UX design. You know, like there are so many opportunities I can't explore in the tech space. How do I get to know okay, this is for me? Like instead of jumping from because. There are so many courses, and there are even some sites that will even offer you to learn for free. How can you know okay, this niche is for me? How can you know the exact niche you feel? Okay, yes, I should fit into this niche, I should do very well in this niche. No, okay, uh, I think I mentioned something earlier, and that's like 
career profiling. Okay. So, uh, there are instances whereby you realize that you have so you have too many potentials. Now, that's even crazier than you know looking for what should I do? Because you already know you already have a lot of things you can do, and you realize that you're not even doing well at any of those things. So it's, it comes down back it comes back to you doing proper highlight of your strengths, your weaknesses. There are people that are not really, really so comfortable with social media. If you check their Instagram, probably they've not posted in five years. Some people find it hard to post on Facebook or WhatsApp. They just feel like they really, really don't. They don't feel it's their thing. But imagine such a person going into social media management. It's obvious. Even if at the end of the day, the person is going to like, you know, it was like saying, you know, under the earth, yeah. they will have a you know, very, very rough start because it's more like they are not used to this things. There are a couple of guys out there that they didn't even go to learn about social media management. But when you check their page, they are doing fine. They are doing very, very well. So there are things like you, there are things like this. Like oh, you really don't feel design is your thing. You really don't feel anything else is your thing. You're not creative. Well, you might just look at other things that you can do very well. You can, you can look at other things that you can do so well and build on those things. But at the end of the day, you realize that you're not really, really good at anything, which is rare. That's when you kind of look at, okay, I just have to sit down and learn something, whether I'm interested in it or not. But it's more, more, it, it, it's better when you realize that you have something like a potential. When you go out and build on that potential, it's better that we say you enjoy what you're doing at the end of the day and it brings you more accomplishment. Nice, nice. Uh, okay, let's... I don't know if you've ever been in this stage, okay, but I know it can be very, very frustrating, you know. Um, keep on learning, keep on learning, keep on learning. Yeah, you're, not even, you're not switching between... Um, the courses now, yeah, yeah, okay. Let's say I want to learn web development now. I take, I finish course on Udemy. I go next to Udacity. I want to learn more about web development. When at what stage do you stop this learning, learning, and start building? Do you understand? Like, you know, there's some people that are, they are always dying, stuck in this learning phase. Is it fear that may hold people back from building, or is there a stage at which you cook At this stage, I've learned enough. Let me start building. It's not like you stop learning entirely, but at least you feel okay. It's time to start building. Yeah. Okay. So I, I feel that question. I have been in a similar scenario, and you know, it's a feel like you're still learning. And probably, I think it was when I started learning about web design. So you use uh, there is there are like plugins that we use to, like build websites, like Elementor, those things. And when you're learning about Elementor. When you're learning with Elementor, rather, you, you are most likely going to learn how to build like a basic website. And probably your first contract that you'll be getting, the first job of how to build a website might be to build a crypto website. In my own case, it was to build a crypto website. Wow. <laughs> and I'm like, how am I sure I can do this? And there is this thing, there is this fear when you know, you're even trying to scare someone with, okay, I'll charge you this amount of money and the person is like I'll pay and now there is you know there are the, the fear in you increases like what if I don't deliver I think most times that's the bigger fear in people like what if I don't deliver what if I can't do this eventually what if I can 
that this is what I advise. If you're just starting out, and you don't want to put so much prayer on yourself, yeah. there are ways of setting out in the industry. There are ways of setting out, there are ways of pushing out yourself without putting prayer on yourself. And one of those ways is to probably go out for your brand. If you're a guy that is into design, make free brand designs. Send it out to that brand. Just tell them like if they like your design. The only thing you would appreciate is you can present it as you can add it to your portfolio and you'd like to give an imprint of yourself on the design. Now it's two ways. It's either good, good or good. Mm. Now the, the the first good, which is the main thing, is if they accept this design, now you have something like a proof, there's something like you can add to your portfolio, something that validates you're really, really good at what you do. Now for the fact that those people are not paying there will be less prayer on you, even when they are communicating with you. They will do it in such a way that you're able to see your mistakes through, through like, hey, yeah, can you fix this first? Are you able to learn through that process? Because most times there is this 12 to 16 people can bring in when they are paying for something. Yeah. And, uh, you know, people respond because their money is locked into it. So you can do this to build experience. And as you grow, it's more like you walk into any brand and like, hey, I can help you make more sales. Don't worry, you don't need to pay me. I just want to apply my knowledge here. But most times people are just looking at the whole thing about money, 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 and we just set up other opportunities that we can leverage on. So you can look for your friend that is having a web business and is not having a website. Just tell them, I'm building a website for your brand. I don't need you to pay me. Just pay for the hosting and the domain. I'll build a website for you for free. But you have to allow me to mention it that my portfolio or when applying for jobs or when I need a referral that kind of in the process of building the website because you can only learn everything before you set out in the process of building the website you will learn you gain confidence and now you have something you can always refer back to like yeah I built this so that kind of like boosts your morale to work so I feel you can use this approach when you're setting it but be so sure that you will not have everything you will not have it for graphics designer, yeah, it's happened, you're most likely going to have bad days, doesn't mean you're not good at what you're doing, it's happened, and you feel like, ah. so if you allow the fear to keep holding you, you might eventually not set out, so either it's a turn good, or it's a turn good, just set out, but there are ways of, one of those better ways of like, without, you know, setting up without prayer is to ensure that you're doing something like your voluntary work. Look for places where you can volunteer, that you can build your portfolio. More like internship, right? More like internship, yeah, you get the point. More like internship. And just tell them, probably I'll work for you for three months. Or I'll do your social media for you for free for your whole month. Or I just need you to do for me when I'm done. I can either leave or you sign me up as a social media manager. And at that point in time, I believe if you're able to like, do a very good job, most times people would love to retain depending on if you are able to come up with an agreement or payment. So that's, those are ways of setting out. So I use this approach a lot. You know, most times when you want to get the attention of a crypto brand as a designer, tell my guys, see, let's make free designs for them. Go and tag them on Twitter. We get our friends to go and tag, comment, and retweet. We are able to get the approach. And before you know it, they are in our DM start telling us, how can we make this bigger? How can we make this better? So yeah. that's that's just what I feel you can you can help anyone listening to this right now. Wow. So. Launch without fail. Wow. 
I think I think that that's a very very cool way to start. That's a very cool way to start. So let's say okay, fine. I've started building and I'm gaining some traction. I feel I'm good. I'm doing valuable work. I'm delivering. Now, what do you think can be the difference when two people are doing exactly the same work? Like they're offering the same expertise, but one is getting happier than the other. What could be the reason? They are offering the same expertise, but <laughs> one is getting happier than the other. What could be the reason? Very simple. Very simple stops. But that's not the point. The point is the value, the branding, the perception is in this space. How you present yourself, it's important. How you present your work is important. How you are able to pass the message and value delivery process is so so important. Now let me give you let me give you something. This might really, really be like, you know, green screen green screen effect or something okay now if you're a lawyer yeah. and every time i want to speak with you i can call you directly yeah you don't earn much respect like when i call and your secretary is telling me hello hold on i'll confirm if the lawyer is available and i will direct you or link you up right, right. now the moment they link you up you will not start shouting at the person because even when the secretary is attending to you, you have to be calm. If you're fixing, before you're connected at the end of the day, there are different things that makes a big difference in the pay. The perception is one of those things. Hmm. How do the people perceive you? There, there are a couple of things I say every day that are still doing less than the result I give to people. And I'm like, these guys are still here, bigger and better than me. Then I just start observing. I start observing. What is my delivery process? What is my value delivery process? And another thing that you can look into is your customer relationship. It's important. This makes a whole a whole lot of difference. If you if you have a way of you know, conversing with people, starting the conversation to know how to even start an end conversation, to know the process of making the first of conversions, you will make a lot of money. Selling to people is a psychology. So if you are able to understand the psychology behind, you know, how people buy in for things, you are able to sell yourself. Perfect. At times, if you, you tell someone, they will ask you, how, I, I think I got a job at the point in time, and they asked me, how much will I like to get paid? I told the man, I think 100. I don't want to mention it's 100, or something. I said 100. No, I was expecting at the end of the day, mm. they will try to negotiate. And we'll probably arrive at 60, 70 of us, right? Yeah. But he added just something little to the job and told me he was going to start paying me 150. Wow. <laughs> and I was like, wait, <laughs> why did I not mention 300? <laughs> now, the problem at that point in time is not the person I am selling to, but because I really didn't you know, present myself in the big way, probably because I. I doubt if the service I'm offering is what it is. So you have to really, really believe in what you're 
deliberate. I have to believe that what you give out to people is bigger than the amount they are paying you. See that you have to go to that point in time and you consider the services you give to people as a favor. And for you to even consider it as a favor, you must really, really be convinced that whatever you do is good. So that's that's just what I believe. Believe believe in what you do. Be able to communicate properly. You know, you're hand, you're having a conversation with you know your clients and you're using pigeon mm. in the conversation. Come on. When it's time for, for, for you to price your services, they will use the pigeon in pricing in pricing for you as well. And you know people to reject it. Yeah, that's so that's, true. That's that's one thing I believe. That's true. Alright. That's that that's very, very true. I think I can attest to that. Okay. Um in you know, this is pursuit of getting better both let's say in your feed and financially it can be it's it, it may be non-stop because you want to you just want to keep getting better you don't want to feel stuff you don't want to feel left behind how can you balance work and rest in the pursuit of getting better how can you avoid burnout okay, I still 
I'm so relaxed, relaxed. We are still young. This is why I talk about my guys. We are still young. We have a long way to go. You don't, you don't want to get to that point in time whereby, you know, we have a lot of achievements and one or two sicknesses that come out. Yeah. Take care of yourself. Eat when you should. Go to spa. You need to go to spa. Let them massage your body. Feel good. You must have to just take it easy on yourself. This is a personal thing. The moment you know, start looking at the whole lot of things outside, that's when you're like chasing yourself. You know, I don't know. Scam down. Take things easy. Take things slowly. Things you know, consistently. That's just your most important thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's a personal journey. Just take it easy on yourself. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm sure you, 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 you'll be familiar with um, trends on social media. You see people saying motivational speakers avoid me, this, that. Uh, as much as as people play down motivation, do you think motivation is necessary or overrated? Hey, so let me, let me give you another term that you probably you're yet to hear, but this is something on Instagram or Twitter, like, I need 50 motivational speakers. You should just sit down, you should just be wise. I like what is this? Okay, so there is one thing. There's most times we have like a good side of something and we have the other part part of it. So if you there is there are instances where you don't going through the internet to see excessive motivation, to see people going into stories, into events, that is not totally true. Imagine cooking it up in the morning that hey, I just got my first house, work hard so you can buy your own to banana and in the evening we, we, we get to know that the house, it's not, it's not even yours. Come on, what's the point in that? What's the point of making unrealistic stories? Just to like push people, it's, it's not really, really important. Yeah. As much that there are instances that you, you get a lot of, so many points in business where you need the motivation. You don't need any motivational speaker around you at that point in time. Probably go to YouTube. Go out, you start looking for clips. You know, most times I go to YouTube and look for on King's content. I go through those contents. There is this part that said, you don't need anyone to drive you. Drive yourself, yeah. And when you look at the instances, that you just have to, like, I have to do it. So there's, I believe there is, uh, you know, the excessive part of it, you know, going extra mile yeah. just to cook stories or and to try to motivate people, telling them realistic things. Imagine seeing uh, the only monkey, the only tree monkey cannot climb is the banana tree. We had that video that day. Look at the energy people putting, you know, making fun of that monkey. Yeah. And, you know, Yeah, I think that's an issue too. Yeah. That's it's an issue. And people are sensitive. The moment you say something, someone is going out there. This is a digital to verify how true the thing is. So we have to like take it easy, you know. Don't cook up stories to motivate people. I believe there is yeah, motivation is essential, motivation is necessary. But then we should not go far just to gain people motivated. That's what I believe. Yeah, yeah. That's 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 right over there. Uh, 
what role do you think self-esteem play in the life of a young individual? How important is self-esteem? This is a very big question, man. But I, <laughs> okay. I appreciate the fact that you're even asking that question. Don't. One thing I will tell people is, an, Afri- an African child, let's say, an, an average African child, bad souls with low self-esteem. Most times when your dad or your mom is a pastor or he is, I don't know, but these religious people. <laughs> so in my case, I discovered that at a point in time when I go out with friends, mm-hmm. when they start talking about a whole lot, lot of things, yeah. just things my peer group will talk about, I found it so hard to like contribute. I just have to feel at that distance, someone is creating me and I'm bending down already. Creating me and I'm frustrated. It was so evident yeah. that I was fighting with self esteem. They want to go for business meetings. And it's my point, it's my turn to speak. Mm. I'll be so humble, like, people start laughing. <laughs> now, you... I had the message. I was, I, was, I, was, I was so good at it. Yeah. And I am still so good at the message to deliver. Do you understand? But yeah. Because of that, low self esteem, I'll now be like, um, um, at the point people will be like, we can't hear you. And the more I'm hearing things like, we can't hear you, the more, the more I have to start all the time. At the end of the day, I am able to just deliver, let's say, one thought of the, of value. the whole thing. Hmm. After so much preparation, after so much, you know, review, getting facts, getting the whole thing together. So I feel self-esteem is something really, really important. And one, one way I have, you know, able to like fight to lose the first thing is actually you know, using affirmations I wake up in the morning I, I love myself I love my job this this thing can get so crazy I think at the point in time I've been in a relationship and it felt like you know when, when you're like so me, me, me myself like I've been dating such a girl like this <laughs> you know, like, that's crazy can I have a friend like he lived he lived that so rich he lived that so <laughs> Definitely. Yeah, yeah, looking sideways, you're bending down, looking up. Come on, those are just like 
size. You know, those are like the point that's like your fight. You're struggling with those things. So come on, shrug it off and come alive. Yeah, that, that's, that's what I think. Uh, okay. Th- thank you, Mikey. Thank you. Thank you for that. So, uh, what's your advice for a young person out there in your parting words? What's, what's the advice? Okay, so let me close with this. As much as the world is going digital, be so realistic with yourself. I think uh, I was out with a friend one day to eat and uh, sat down and did like a rough sketch, like a cal- calculation of how much those people make. And I was like, come on, even with that we are in the digital space, I don't think we earn this much. And if you look at it, people are like, teach your regular job, come into the digital space, teach your regular job. It's everywhere. Come on, <laughs> calm down. That's the, the, that's the thing about understanding yourself. You see, this word, it's easy. It's, it's easy now. It's very, very easy to get lost. And you think you're doing the right thing. But you want to understand yourself. You're conscious about your routine. You have a plan. You have something you're following. You have like a guide. You have like a roadmap. You're really, really like to Impossible. Four standards we are creating for ourselves. Thanks, 
I hope you enjoyed my conversation with Michael Jerry. If you liked this episode, please subscribe to this podcast on whatever platform you listen to your podcast and share with your friends.